Coming up on this week's episode, we begin with the challenges of drywall, the recycling of computers, and the annoyances of first class. Then we cover the week's tech news, including Spotify's new DJ and the big discussion on AI. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 356, recorded February 22nd, 2022. Swarming Mastodon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, uh, joined by the... I didn't think one of these ahead of time. Give me a second. Again, I told you I was rusty. Um, I'm joined by a man whose natural processing unit would put ChatGPT to shame. It's Colby Rabideau. Hi, Sean. You, you words good. Yeah, totally. I can think of, I can sound very confident and be wrong at quick, the same time. Quick, yes. say 10 words. <laughs> uh, Sorry, monkey. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I get a theme going here. Okay. <laughs> That's I okay. Got, got down a track and I kept going that way. Very, very dangerous. Welcome back, Colby. It's been a wild couple months here in the, the Don't Panic verse. It certainly has. Um. I don't exactly know what, why, but, but it has, you know, we go through these spans where we're just busy. I was traveling a bunch. Dan is Dan. Um, you were, I'm sure you were doing things and I just don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't gone anywhere. Did I go anywhere? I don't think I went anywhere. I don't think you did, but then. Yeah. But you were doing stuff. I, you, I'm very curious because according to our Slack, you were, uh, quote, patching holes in the wall uh, because of new plugs. So we got to do, do the home renovation corner. What's what's up with this? Plug city. Oh, boy. Um, when, Sean, when, when we were at your house, your home. A month ago? Was I was going to say, we've ago? done that, I think, since the last episode. Yeah, right. Um, when we were at your house, you might recall that uh, as we were, like, leaving to to go to your house, we discovered that our dish, our, not our dishwasher, refrigerator, the, the cold box was broken. It was no longer keeping things cold. Or it was keeping things cold, but, like, not cold enough, mm-hmm. you know? You know how it is. Like the freezer had become a refrigerator and the refrigerator was just warm. Um, so that was not ideal. And on the way home, on the way home from your house, we dragged Heather to Target where we purchased a mini fridge that almost didn't fit in my car. <laughs> um, so that was fun. And then... We brought it up to the apartment. We ordered, you know, we did the thing that night. We like looked at all the refrigerator options and looked at all the appliance stores and blah, blah, blah. And our fridge is a really weird size because we live in a small place. So it's like small, but it's like a little bigger than small fridges, like the really small fridges. So it's like, you know, it's weird and there aren't a ton of options. So we ordered a fridge and for reasons I don't remember, like 
because there were so few options of fridges, we we were did a bunch of thinking about if we could get a normal sized fridge mm-hmm. and it be like like at all functional in our apartment, which led us to theoretically rearranging things in the kitchen, which led us back to an old conundrum that has been encountered many times in the past since I've lived here, which is there's an entire wall that has no plugs on it at all. Ironically, it is the wall with the circuit breaker. Oh, but it has got around to it. (laughs) Right. No plugs. There is a circuit breaker, but there's no plugs on it. Um, so we decided to get some new plugs. So we called an electrician. He came, he looked, he's like, yeah, I can give you new plugs. Uh, we said, great. He said money. And we said, okay. And then he came and they made it many holes in the walls and ceiling. Uh, but in exchange for the walls and ceiling holes, we have new plugs. So those were the holes that I was patching. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Also, on Monday of this week, we finally got our new refrigerator. So we're no longer mini fridge people. We are medium fridge people because I wouldn't call (laughs) our refrigerator a maxi fridge. But Well, but now you also have the mini fridge. So maybe their powers combined. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess together they're one full fridge. Wow. So uh, does the new fridge have any cutting edge features other than keeping things cold and colder? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) No shame in that. Can't beat a classic. It's, uh, it's bigger than the smallest fridge, but it's smaller than normal fridges. It's kind of European. Like it's a bottom, it has a bottom freezer. Mm. Uh, and it has a lot of, like drawer things that come out like and you so you're supposed to like you open the freezer take out one of the freezer bucket things close the freezer like do your freezer arranging and Uh, then put the freezer bucket thing back in well that's handy right and it's you know more efficient or something which seems cool so we'll see we haven't filled it yet so it's hard to say uh it's hard to say if it will be better or worse at this juncture. So what you're saying is I shouldn't send you a large box of Omaha steaks or something. No, please don't. No, no, they're not going to fit. No. All right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. So we had, we, we had some, some home improvement. I spent my entire weekend patching holes as you do, because I'm sure you've done this before. Like patching holes is an exercise in, oh, you do one step and then you wait for three hours for it to dry. And then you do another step and you wait for it to three, for three hours to dry. And that you do that five times. I am a realistic home renovator in that there are things I will admit I'm good at and things I admit I am not good at and will never be good at. Um, Electricity stuff. I'm usually pretty good. I can wire stuff and I'm good at that. Um, Dealing with wood in general, I'm pretty good at. I, for the life of me, drywall is the worst thing ever invented. It is my total enemy, whether I'm like fastening things through it or into it, whether (laughs) I'm patching it, whether I simply cannot 
do it is it is more of an art than a science and i am not an artist when it comes to drywall so drywall drywall is absolutely my sworn enemy yeah i really uh there are some things i would do differently next time <laughs> um but all in all it mostly went well the honestly the worst the worst thing that happened which is not that bad is that I had paint like I had paint from when I got my windows replaced and I had white paint and I had the wall paint uh, and I had some trim paint, which I didn't use because there were no holes in the trim. But the I was like, great, I have this paint already. I'll just use it. And I did it and it, you know, it seemed like paint. It like mostly looked the same. And now uh it's quite quite clear that the ceiling paint is it's not it's not the same and and after after the fact i realized that i had taken the ceiling sample from the bathroom when i went and uh, got this paint uh and it's not it's not same. not hard to imagine that they might have used a different you know different paint in the bathroom for bathroom reasons and uh so yeah so the patches on the ceiling in the other in the, in the kitchen are a little shinier than uh, they're a little shinier than than the rest of the ceiling. But that was that was the worst uh, the worst thing that happened. Yeah, that, that's one thing I've never had good luck with is, and that's why you were at my home. Uh, thank you for visiting. By the way, it was wonderful Sweet. to have you. Um, you probably noticed a bunch of spots all over the walls that needed to be painted. Um, and uh, there were some big ones. So if you didn't see it, I guess I did a good. <laughs> I didn't notice uh, because they were all patched from when they put the siding on and all the nails popped in reverse out through my walls. <laughs> uh, but the problem is I have no luck. Every time I've ever like patched a hole and then painted just the hole, it's always been visible and, and I mm. cannot get. So I have to redo the whole wall. Right, right. And I am way too lazy for that. So sure. that's why. I'm, and literally like every outside facing room in my house has to be painted right. because they all have these damn patches. <laughs> See, I feel like that's what. When I did the windows, that's what I was led to believe was going to be my experience, because that's what everyone says. It's like it's never going to work. You're going to have yeah. to paint the whole wall. And the, the, the paint around the windows came out awesome. I don't like I don't know if I just lucked out or it's like a good paint color for matching or if I just can't see or something. Um, but like that, the wall paint that I got that one time looks great. Uh, but this time, second time I had the the real experience where it's like, oh, darn. Yeah, not not fun. No, I got to find that's that's one thing I do recommend for people is is find a local handy guy who will do things for money. Because I have a list of like a bunch of small stuff I'm not qualified to do, like drywall repair. <laughs> sure. And I have a guy who charges a shockingly reasonable amount to come out for a day and just and he's very good. Nice. And he doesn't charge a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I will gladly throw cash at the problem um, sure. rather than my gross. Of course, I had some huge holes when I moved in. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I had one hole in the kitchen. I was like that, and you know, the bigger it gets, the harder it is to patch. And I said, no, sir, you could, you yeah. can do that. I did a lot of experimenting with the various uh, like structural elements that you can you can purchase at the store to to like you put them over the hole, yep, and then you like spackle them 
and it gives gives it some <laughs> some body to to stay up while it's so goopy. And uh yeah, mostly it was fine. I don't know. If if you look too close, I didn't do a good job. But like from <laughs> far away it's mostly okay. Sure. Well, that's all that matters. No one looks again, you're a prime example. You came to my house, didn't see all of my flaws. So Right. I'm the you're the only one that notices. Just yeah, just distract with lots of visual stimuli. Right. They'll never know anymore. Colby, what's with all the weird paintings? Don't worry about it. Just look at them. Just it's look art. at them. It's yeah. Art. Yeah, don't look at the walls. Look at the art. Yes. Um well, good. That's wonderful. I am starting to spin up landscaping planning for this year. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, because something has to be done, and I don't know what and to what scale, um, and whether I'm going to do it or bring in some outside help. Like, um, what kind of? Like, do you have a problem, a landscaping problem? Oh, I got more landscaping problems I know what to do with. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any grass. Um, it's just all weeds. Every, every surface, front and back, it's all weeds. Um, and it looks bad, and it's mostly dirt. And mm-hmm. so, really, it's got to be planted. The problem is the front is okay. The back all has to be leveled out with, like, several tons worth of dirt, <laughs> um, which I'm not really qualified to do. And then all the other, all the existing stuff has to be torn out, mm-hmm. and grass needs to be put down. And I really should put in a sprinkler system if I'm going to do that. And then, also in front of the house, directly against the house, it's just some plants and dirt. So really, I got to put down some paper and some stone right. and some plant. And and it's just there's a whole bunch of stuff I could do. The question is, what do I do and when? And, like and you know me. Uh, what do I love? Uh, a, manual labor. Uh, <laughs> B, being outside in the summer in the sun. Oh, yeah. um, C, being dirty. Um, mm. Really, it's just it's so up my alley. It's crazy. Right. So. Right. It's the Sean I know. Green thumb. Not great. Brown Not great at all. Yeah. Huh. So more to come on that. Yeah. Landscaping. More to come on that. Yeah. The tiny apartment has its pros and cons. But landscaping is neither a pro nor a con. It just doesn't exist, which is great. Sometimes if you don't want to do it. It's great. Well, you got your little plant in the background there. You got a little green going. Right. Yeah. I'm going through a weird phase where I can't remember to water the plants, which has never happened to me before. And like, you know, I've been had plants since after college, mostly early since, since I moved to Boston, I've had plants. I just, I don't know what happened in the last three months, but I just, I can't remember to water them. Seasonal depression. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't. That's 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 one thing I could think of in my life when I forget to do things this time of year. It's usually what I blame. The I don't know. It was. It used to be a part of my Saturday routine where I cleaned the house and also watered the plants. And it just hasn't. It just hasn't happened <laughs> the last three months. I do eventually uh, remember to water them when they look super sad. I'm surprised you haven't thrown technology at this problem that you haven't bought a smart water sensor or something. So the plant like flashes your lights and shouts at you with a siren that please, please water me. Mm. It's not a bad idea. 
No, it's a very bad idea. You definitely should not do that. Your plant, I'm sure it's a lovely plant. It is not that for the price of whatever that sensory is, you can buy 10 of those plants. It is so not worth it. I do. The problem is I have a lot of small plants. Yes. Which is not conducive to having a, a temperature sensor. Did you know that I we have a my last Christmas, not this Christmas, the previous Christmas, my dad got got me a lime tree for for a, a present. I believe I vaguely remember this, but I didn't I didn't know if there was an update. So part of the update is the lime tree lived in the garden outside all year, mm-hmm. but then they have they they don't winter because they're from California and oh god stuff. So so they have to go inside. And we just don't have room for, for like the lime tree got bigger, <laughs> you know, as plants do, we just don't have room. So, so it lives in my parents now, but we got, we, we ate a lime off of it and it was like super good. It was very flavorful. They're tiny. They're small. They're like this Ooh, big micro lemons. Yep. But they have, and they have seeds. Like I've never had a lime with seeds, but it tastes awesome. So, oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I pushed to uh, to get a fruit tree for my backyard. Um, and my mother said that was stupid. So instead, we got a <laughs> lavender bush. <laughs> Can't eat those. Oh, well, I guess you can. Kind of. Kind of make some cocktails or something fun. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, that's great. Well, anything uh, anything else of note? In the last month and a half i was mostly on the road to be honest with you sure um i finally decided to recycle all of the pile of unused computers and and apple devices that had accrued medium success so far in that I did, I went through the flow, you know, on the website and like Mm -hmm. put in, I like charged them so I could find the serial number and blah, blah. Uh, And so I did them all, submitted them. And I got the emails that confirmed, you know, like you did the thing. Good for you. And I didn't read them because... (laughs) They just said I did the thing. I'd done it before. They send you a box and you send it back. And uh, yesterday, like eight days had gone by and I had not received a box yet. I was like, what is going on? Uh, And it turns out that they don't send you a box anymore. You have to take it to FedEx. (laughs) So so now, now I'm like on the clock because you have to do it within 10 days or something. And I just didn't realize that I had to do something. I thought things were going to be done to me uh, from that point forward. Sam, and you were just trying to do the right thing. Well, I I don't know if you know this. Do you know that Boston has an electronics recycling program? Really? Yeah, you just you do what all Bostonians do is you take them down and you just chuck them in the Charles River with all the other garbage. Perfect. That adds You know? They sink right to the bottom, and eventually they'll be brought up by the big dig, too. Uh, but until then, they'll just sit at the bottom of the river, and no one will ever know. Perfect. Yeah. Theoretically, they're going to give me some amount of money for several of these things. Not all of them, but several. Noise. What are you going to do with all that Apple Store credit? 
I don't know, like subscribe to HBO for a year or something. <laughs> Can you use it on that? I think they just give you gift cards. I I never thought about it. Well, because it's, but I think, because I've done trade-ins before and I always steered away from Apple because they don't give you cash. It's, mm. but I think it's, I would have to look that it's, I thought always thought it was only Apple store, like the store. Oh, you Not might be iTunes right. or I assume I assumed it it was like the Apple like store this this store cinematic universe <laughs> the, the the whole the whole of Apple apps and all uh no it says Apple gift card on the website it could go either way if not I might replace my Mac Mini because I think my Mac Mini is dead it like turns on but it doesn't stay on for more than a day which is no not- if you're not using it i mean i use it for a little like home server thing like i have some random file syncing stuff that lives on there and things so like i (laughs) it's one of those things like i'm not actively using it but it's supposed to be doing something in the background gotcha 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 they're new mac minis right I think that's uh, true. Apple gift cards do work across the Apple universe. There you go. So you're good. Okay. See, I never thought, well, now that's Hell something. Because yeah. I've done, uh, I've traded it at like Gazelle and Best Buy and I think Verizon once, just depending on who gives better offers. Mm. Um, and most of those guys will pay you in cash. Nice. Um, but uh, nice. but that's good. Clean the house, spring cleaning. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's all that's going on with me. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't think I really have too much technology-wise that's going on with me. I was in Vegas for a week, seven days, too long to be in Las Vegas. Mm. Um that seems like too long to be. I've never been to Las Vegas, but knowing what I know, absurd, absolutely absurd. It was it was too much. Um, I did get to drink. I had a mojito flight, uh, so that was fun. I had a lot of nice cocktails. Were they different mojitos? What were the differences? It was it was the fruit they put in them. Mm-hmm. So there was like a watermelon, a blackberry, and maybe a traditional. Sure, something like that. And they were fine. I wouldn't call them. But I did have a, a, uh, we had a place, uh, which, hey, if you're ever in Las Vegas, I recommend Yardbird, which is at the Venetian, wonderful restaurant. But they had their own uh, old fashioned where they used uh, maple syrup Ooh. and other things. And it was very good. That I had a lot of cocktails. It was good. I accidentally bought, a, <laughs> we went to, oh man. So usually because I'm the most senior guy at the table, yeah. uh, I order for everybody. And we went to this very, very nice, uh, it's, what is it? It's Asian Latin fusion restaurant. Very, very good. Been there before. And I, that's, I'm not a big sake guy. Mm-hmm. Like I like it. I do. I just never get it or buy it. Sure. But at this place specifically, they really push, like we've got some great options and we're there. So I usually get sake when we go there and we were there with, and usually I'm one of like one or two people who get it. It's not real popular at the table, but for some reason, a bunch of people wanted it. And she was like, oh, why don't you get like a bottle instead of individual, you know, basically give you a shot, uh, you know. And I said, okay, that's fine. 
and of course she the the liquor only server is very smart to get our money out of us she brings the menu over and i am like not paying attention at all uh and i'm like and she's like i think the, the is this and i yeah no that looks good Let's bring that so she brings it out and my job on the company dime and so what what is a glass of sake fifteen dollars twenty dollars right the bill comes out we drank the whole bottle I drank probably half of it alone. Uh, it was very good. It was a $150 bottle of sake. I'm like, we could have gotten a lot of glasses for that. Um, wow. My God. Uh, and I said, I hope the company never notices that. So if anyone, and actually, by the way, I should point out last week was our company sales meeting. My fun fact about me was I was a podcaster. They all Googled me, found this show. So if anyone from work is watching, <laughs> don't tell that story to anybody. Okay. <laughs> That is between you and me. Um, yeah, Amazing. but uh, but that was fun. And uh, yeah, it was good. I got I got my first ever first class upgrade. Oh, look at you. Which is great because turns out a Chicago to Hartford flight at 6.30 p.m. is very light on passengers. <laughs> and if you just very politely ask at the counter and flirt a little bit, um, and you know me, Mr. Romeo here, um, they'll upgrade you to first class. So <laughs> I imagine it was like a two-hour flight, but still. Wow. Pretty cool. Living Amazing. the life. Wow. I've never flown first class in my entire life. Was that your first time? That was my first time. Wow. It was, it was, it was, the seats are great. The seats are great. I will say that. And they bring you your complimentary beverage in a glass glass. So you feel very <laughs> fancy. Wow. No plastic for this guy. No, no. It was so comfortable. But do you know the downside of flying first class? No. You fly with other first class passengers Ooh. and they suck. Uh, I sat to next talk to them. They're chatty uh, because they're all in their little first class club. Right. Right. And I sat between one on the side, one on the other side of the aisle, um, a state Supreme Court judge from Vermont and on the other side, an investment banker. And guess what? <laughs> they had opinions that I had to fucking listen to for the whole two hour flight. Wow. Guy would not shut up. Um, you should have asked for a refund. It's like it will upgraded me to first class and I had a horrible time. Well, that's the thing. You can sit anywhere you want the plane. You do not. Even the pilot doesn't choose his co-pilot. You don't get to choose who you sit next to, unfortunately. But, yeah. but the funny thing is, I look in the back of the plane and like I could have had a whole row to myself, you know, and right. in, in the back. I'm like, oh, is it? but it, it was it was fun to do once. But it, I'm just like, oh, that's right. I forgot everyone who sits up here. Because <laughs> because you had two thousand dollars to spend on a two hour Chicago to Hartford flight. <laughs> right. That seemed worth worthwhile to you. Exactly, exactly. Joke's on you, because I paid nothing. Wow, I never considered that, but it makes a lot of sense. It makes sense that they would be chattier. Yeah, yeah, because usually they want to talk, you know, oh, I'm coming from my ski trip in Vail, and it's like, oh Right, right. Uh, In addition to flexing that they can afford a first-class seat, they want to continue to wave that around exactly because everyone wants to know how you afford those first class seats thank god nobody asked me i kind of i kind of went under because no one's like you don't look very fancy <laughs> excuse me Stuart, where's your is, monocle and top this, hat <laughs> this man does not look like he belongs in first class. he's a fraud <laughs> uh 
That would be funny, actually. Kick, kick me back. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was it was a treat. So nice. Anyway, my, my big flight excitement for whatever it's worth. But uh, no, good trip. So I'm I'm homebound for a little while. Actually, I'll be in Providence, Rhode Island, at the end of March for my annual show I do there. So P Town, P Town, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice or not? Is it? it is your shows at the convention, convention center? Convention center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you stay? I've st- his uh, this year. I think we're at the courtyard, okay. the big courtyard downtown. But I have stayed at the Residence Inn on the other side of the road, which I think is pretty new, and it's very nice. Mm. The only hotel I know in Providence is the one with the glass elevator. Mm. I what it's called the Biltmore. I think is it the Biltmore. I yeah. think so. And I, I I've never stayed there just one time. My dad when I was a child, I wanted to ride the glass <laughs> elevator. So my dad and I went and like rode the glass elevator all the way to the top. I will cool. say I've had some wonderful meals in Providence. There's very nice restaurants there. Yeah, pretty good food. Um, so. That'll be fine. Then I'm done traveling forever. You know, I realized you got to help me out, Colby, because I realized this year is my first full year with an extra week of vacation. Wow. But I don't go on vacation. Mm. I haven't been on a vacation. The last vacation I went on was with you on a cruise ship. Wow. That's that was a long time ago. It it was it was pre pandemic. (laughs) I got to get out. I got to get out of here. So um, so I got to come up with some something to do with my so i have the time and the desire but i have to actually do something so are you gonna do it all do you want a week-long vacation or do you want to just like here and there take a day or two uh i don't need a whole week necessarily but i would i would like to like be somewhere that's not my house sure for some amount of time for some amount of time a week's probably long unless you pick somewhere where it's like no you really need to but <laughs> right, I, right. I i think i would get again that's seven days in vegas by the although i will say actually the nice thing is you get used to the time zone you know how that goes and, and you're set so by the end i'm like ah, i live here now <laughs> that's true i might as well stay um yeah, like I uh, don't travel as well as I used to in that like the day the day I do the traveling is like a black hole of a day. Oh, sure. Even even if it's like when we went to your house, if it's like a like a long car ride, it's like I'm just tired. <laughs> like I need to sleep and then I can party. But uh, it's a shame. I don't know. Maybe I was always like this and I just notice more now, but we're just old. Yeah, we're just old now. That's that's there's nothing new there. Right. Right. Unfortunately. Um, but what are you going to do? Just uh, get old and die. That's the uh, that's what speaking of getting old and die, Colby, why don't we talk about the tech news this week? No logical. That was a terrible segue. Um, uh there's really not a lot of news we haven't done the show in like a month and a half and there's no news um <laughs> i, I t- it's just not an exciting time of the year for news um post p c e s pre early summer uh it's quiet um i was thinking colby is this the episode where we finally talk about ai <laughs> without dan he's gonna be so mad i sure. know and Let's he had a good he had a great you know it's so funny 
So, so I have followed Dan on many social platforms over the years, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. On Mastodon, he is blowing up this guy. I'm telling you, he 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 posts these things, and I'm like, Dan, it's like I'm talking to you. I finally understand your life. This is great. He had a he had a great comment today on the on the AI, and I'm like, oh my god, this oh, guy. I haven't I haven't scrolled on Mastodon today. The good news is I only follow like six people, so I, yeah, um, I kind of like it. High visibility, right? Um, do you, do I follow you on Mastodon? You should. What's your, do I follow you? What's your tutor? What's my, what's my server? Um, <laughs> yeah, what is your server? So, so dorky. Um, I have to look cause I don't know. I am Sean Jennings at Mastodon dot world. Sean. Oh, I don't follow you. Oh, what well, follow the hell, me. man. I all I did I following 12 people all I did was one of those like match your Twitter to Mastodon things and it must not have caught you right um and I didn't add anyone other than that so users with Sean Jennings which which uh app do you use I am right now I'm just using the like standard one but that's only because I haven't really taking the time to like actively investigate nice what's the standard one it's just the like the mass mastodon has like their official uh <laughs> i'm sorry what happened <laughs> Kobe, you're the best you're just the greatest you're the only guy on the planet who goes on mastodon and posts your swarm uh <laughs> badges come on dude you're I was, kidding i was excited what decade is this <laughs> i was excited to have been become the mayor of dunkin donuts listen i'm happy for you i genuinely am but the contrast of like the newest <laughs> most cutting-edge social network and you're posting a screenshot of like the oldest most defunct social network <laughs> i just there's just something very funny about that i think like using Mastodon and using Swarm today have a lot of the same properties in that, like not very no one many uses either. Do it. <laughs> and it's not like it, like a Swarm. Swarm obviously still runs; it is functioning, but like no one is doing anything to it. It has not changed in eight years, and that means like all of the things that have happened to like facebook and instagram and like like all of the social media trends where they're <laughs> like haven't happened so it's just not annoying it, it doesn't it's do, just fine right it doesn't do any of the thirsty like 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 trying to algorithm like, ad stuff yes yeah right well exactly but to be fair they don't have to do it because they make money selling your location data to advertising partners totally which is which i'm fine with i guess it's a good model uh should i get back on swarm you think Hundred percent. I don't even think I still have all. All the OGs are still there. Daniel still checks in on Swarm. Joey Carmelo, yeah, it's all all over the place. Oh my god, that's so funny. We never left. <laughs> no, I was about to say I use it just every day. <laughs> years and years and years of location data of Colby, just like well, that's that's the beautiful thing. It's like like we went to visit New York over the over the break, and I just like went on my swarm map and looked at all the places I'd ever been. It's like, oh, I should go here again. It's like, what was that place Dan and I went that one time randomly? 
<laughs> if Col- if Colby checks in in an app and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? I don't know. No. No, no one cares. <laughs> no, I think that's wonderful. That put a smile on my face. I should have used a content warning. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, thank you for following me. Um, on the Mastodon, I don't post anything, but that's true on Twitter too. So, you know, never know, Sean. Someday. Uh, is there anything in particular, Colby, you would like to talk about this evening in the world of technology? Hmm. AI. I'm actually interested. The Spotify's Spotify's uh, AI DJ <laughs> sounds kind of fun. Honestly, okay. So uh, we don't have to get too much in the AI thing. Frankly, I don't even know there's that much to talk about about it, but. Uh, it's clearly a fad. Uh, not that it will go away ultimately. It's just very popular right now in the same way NFTs were, and then the metaverse was, and then self-driving cars was, and then et cetera, et cetera. Um, some of it'll stay, some of it won't. We'll see what happens. But I agree with you, Colby. This is a fun, uh, less easy to screw up implementation. Um, Spotify is rolling out a a feature simply called DJ. Uh, a new way to immediately start a personalized selection of music. Now, of course, lots of apps have that ability. Hey, create me a playlist based on what I like. There's nothing new about that. What's different about it um, is it comes in the form of a literal DJ. It's an AI voice generated uh, by Sonatic, which is a startup Spotify bought last year. Um, The DJ's voice model was trained on the voice of a real human. um, And basically it DJs between your music automatically from AI. Uh, It'll come on. It'll say, hey, I'm your DJ. I created this playlist for you based on this artist you like. Um, And even between songs, it'll say, hey, I picked this for you because of this. Um, You know, again, there's some written examples in this article where it said, uh, "Okay, changing it up. Here are editors picks for the best in hard rock this week, starting with Motionless and White. Um, The company put together a writer's room of script writers, music editors, data curators and engineers um, to make sure that the bits of info, the AI DJ drops are useful, accurate, and relevant to the music we're hearing. I think that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a kind of fun. I wonder, uh, as you were, you were talking about it, I was wondering if this is actually a, a way for them to save money because they don't have to pay anyone for when you're listening to the DJ and <laughs> in, in aggregate, it's probably a lot of money. Like those, the, the, the 10 seconds between songs is probably like millions of dollars. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure that, uh, I, I would be surprised if any tech company put out a feature that increased cost, um, <laughs> right. and not found a way to somehow, cut it yeah. so that's funny yeah it's um, cool I, I i think i think in general you're correct about ai and that <laughs> or the the current wave of ai things uh in that at some point it will not be novel <laughs> like it just existing for its own for its own sake will not be novel so uh, can I, uh, will you uh allow me please to do a mini rant on my problem with ai of course Okay, because I've thought about this, uh, unlike most things in my life, and I figured out why AI bothers me than other tech fads I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So 
when I think about some of the other fads we've seen, we've seen recently, I mentioned some, the metaverse, right, was going to be big for a little bit. Then it was crypto. Then it was NFTs. The problem with all of those is, did they financially ruin people? Sure. Um, the problem I have with some of the AI stuff is I'm concerned about the mental impact of AI, Whereas I'm not so much with an NFT, right? They're goofy and they're stupid and you, you may might have gotten ripped off, but it's not going to. But man, I look at this and I haven't gotten a chance to try it. Uh, I'm on the wait list for the Bing search because that was one of the big rollouts was being able to search with conversationally. But it worries me that these AI products come out without a clear definition or understanding of what they are for the layperson. Like if my mom doesn't know what an NFT or is, is cryptocurrency is, it doesn't matter. But if she does a Bing search, which is something a mom would do, um, they don't understand. They they hear AI and they don't understand. It's a simp- it's a prediction model that that's that's trying to guess the next word in a sentence. They think it's some genius AI smart intelligence thing and it's going to take what it says more uh, more literally than it probably <laughs> should, as referenced by these millions of stupid articles where it's like. Bing's AI told me to kill myself. What does this mean for it? It's like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a damn computer model. (laughs) Um, And so uh, it does worry me that people are not going to understand what these are and what they're for and will take them in ways they shouldn't. Um, Especially when you combine them with something as, for lack of a better term, sensitive as search results, Mm. uh, which is something people rely heavily on, whether or not they're right whether or not they're, um, you know, we, we've all seen those Google guesses the correct answer things where sometimes they just make no sense. And as soon as you put them in a conversational tone, I have a feeling they're going to gain authenticity <laughs> that they don't deserve uh, because they'll be like, well, the smart computer lady told me it was right. Um, and so I think there's going to be some good things to come out of this AI fad, but it does worry me the impact it could have different than some other fads. Mini ran over. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like. I think that's true of lots of things in different ways. Like. Uh, I feel like we went through this, you know, with Facebook in the news and like all the Donald Trump stuff and like all of that were. And that ended super well. So, <laughs> you know, then. The, well, I, I don't think it's ended at all, but but I feel like there's a. You know, there's a certain amount of like it being featured in a place on Google or on Facebook or, you know, on a thing that everyone uses it like it, before, you know, it lends it some some like credit <laughs> credibility that it hasn't necessarily earned. Right. And like like it's like I, I guess I'm I'm like making the analogy to like news, like random links on Facebook. Right. It like sure. seems more legit. And like, you know, maybe now people look at stuff on, you know, I, <laughs> everyone I know says like, Oh yeah, obviously all links posted on Facebook are garbage, uh, like almost exclusively. Um, but you know, it, <laughs> but that's what scares me is, is, is when a couple of years from now you go on and hi, I'm Facebook. <laughs> I, I picked out this news article for you. I found it really interesting. Right. And then like your great aunt's going to be like, oh, Facebook thinks this is interesting. I'll read it because uh, right. they won't know the difference. Right. So, no, I, I'm with you. And again, it, it, we don't know how much. And by the way, I think some of the AI stuff is incredibly cool. 
Um, I think that some of the image generation stuff is very cool. I think um, there are a few like brand, brand new startups. They're trying to do AI around podcasts mm-hmm. um, and podcast editing. Um, and some of this, which me as a podcast nerd, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, there are models now where it'll do the transcripts of your entire show uh, way better and faster than before using some of these um, language models. So that stuff's really interesting to me yeah, yeah. when I can just tell my computer, hey, edit the video this way and it knows what that means and can do it. Right. Hey, that's that's cool. However, I think the, you know, how AOL Instant Messenger used to have a, a, a robot you could talk to and it would send you back answers back in the day. I mean, I, I don't. Just to me, this is kind of a lame implementation of cool technology. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying the the like GitHub. The Microsoft property has like a. I keep forgetting what it's called. Copilot. It's called Copilot, and it's oh, like, that's right. Uh, it's a plug-in for your text editor, your your IDE thing that. It gives you, you know, like, I mean, you've used things like this before, right, Sean, where you get like the autocomplete for doing like HTML or whatever, where it's like you do yeah. the open bracket and it's like, oh, it could be, you know, uh, div or heading or whatever. Um, it does, it like uses that mechanism, but it like tries to like write <laughs> the code for you. So like if you like type in, you start, if you like name, you know, you type, you name a variable and do equals, it'll like try and guess what you're going to put next, like based on like the name of the variable and like what you've uh, typed before. And like one out of 20 times, it's like (laughs) wild, like, oh my God, (laughs) it just read my mind. And like 18 out of 20 times, it's like, okay, (laughs) like maybe, I mean, that's kind of what I meant. And like another one out of 20 times, it is like, looks very passable. It looks like exactly what you want, but it is actually Mm -hmm. completely wrong. And you don't realize (laughs) like 20 minutes later, where it's like, I swear this was, I like thought I thought about this, but I didn't actually think about this. I let this stupid thing type, write it out for me. And it was not what I meant. It's cheating on your homework buddy way. right right you're never gonna learn there's there's a you always have to pay the piper <laughs> oh thank god this stuff wasn't around when we were in college holy smokes can you imagine oh man i would have never done anything as soon as they make one that can generate powerpoint presentations i have to I'm imagine done. it's already done right <laughs> i would think so again just feed it enough data and i mean you can can't like What's the chat GPT like? I feel yeah. like that one can already do like you could probably ask it for an outline of a paper and <laughs> it would give it to you. 100%. I saw somebody today. I don't know why this came. It was actually on Mastodon. Somebody uh, went on there and, and said, rewrite, forget which one it was, rewrite a Taylor Swift song to be about terrifying children of the corn. <laughs> and it did. It was very funny. <laughs> it did all the lyrics for the whole song and they rhymed and everything. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, again, I, I like that kind of stuff. I do. It's, you know, Microsoft's already talking about rolling it out in Word and in PowerPoint <laughs> and bringing it. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's good. I just wonder, like. If we take that to the extreme where 
you know, there's just like the computer program does all this stuff for you. Like, what's the point? Like, why well, do you laugh? If the a, computer a couple can of, do it for you, why are you writing it at all? I don't know. Well, but, you know, a couple of years ago, there was this article I read, I forgot where, where they were like, jobs most likely to be automated in the next 10 or 20 years. And like in the top five was marketing. And I'm like, how do you automate? Like, it's a creative field. How do you automate marketing? I'm like, wait, so there's an app that'll generate images. There's an app that'll generate text. That's like all I do all day. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, oh, no, I have read these. And I'm like, the second you're going to be like, write an ad for product, it'll just do it. And then I'm like, that's what they pay me for. So I laugh, but it's like, damn, that's we actually can automate creativity. This is dangerous. Crap. Oops. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, well. Right. Just got to sell as many screws as you can right now. Well, the thing is, you can't automate a screw, Colby. Darn Don't right. forget that. Right. Nothing artificial well, you, about it. No. Handmade steel. <laughs> USA. America. Um, Built it. Yeah. If marketing doesn't work out, I'll go work on the line and uh, and make some screws. We always need good machine operators. There you go. Um. Well, that's that's basically uh, you. You got to pick this week, Colby. Um, I was trying to I was trying to think if there was anything. I have so many picks, and I have like a list in my reminders app that is nominally my picks list, but I haven't remembered to put a pick into the reminders list <laughs> in at least a year, maybe more. And I keep, but I keep every time we start the show, I forget that that is the case. And I, I always look at it when we start the show and there's nothing there. Um, yeah, I, I'm I pick, with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I could pick some stuff I'm watching or, you know, that's that sort of thing. Um, I don't really have any huge tech. I will say I'm now using the Twitter app. Because I don't have a choice. And I actually am breaking my own rule, if you can believe it, because I was always such an advocate of um, of the linear feed, mm. um, which was the reasons I liked TweetBot was because they just showed me all my tweets in regular order. Um, but I've which and I do still use the following tab in the Twitter app most of the time, but I do use the for you tab sometime. I've been naughty. Um because it is great when I've been away from my phone for a day or two and haven't looked uh, to be able to catch up. I'm like, okay, actually having the option for both is pretty cool. Sure. Okay, I'll, gi- I'll give you that. Don't take away my linear option, but I like to do both. Um, nice. But speaking of social media, uh, while I look for one, um, how is Ivory? It's it's good. It's like TweetBot, but for Mastodon. Um it's totally fine. It, it was it works better than any of the other Macedon things I use that you know, they had a sort of <laughs> open source charm about them. <laughs> they didn't really work. Um yeah, Ivory's good. I don't remember how much it costs. I I honestly I was in the beta for a while and I forgot that I started paying for it until just now. I don't know if it's worth paying for. But it's nice. Gotcha. Is it is it a one time? Oh, no, it's a subscription. It is. I think you can do like a year at a discount if you want to, but it is a it is a subscription. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Um, 
Yeah, but it's fifteen bucks for the year. Right. Yeah. It was it was, Which, it was like a like overcast wild. level subscription where it is. Yeah. Yeah. More more of a generous tip than it is a like a monthly right. rip off. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Um. Right. Uh. Excellent. Well, Ivory, yeah, I'll I'll download and try it. I just haven't gotten the chance, but it's been on my list to uh, to check out. Yeah, the Mastodon app is not nothing. It's not anything to write home about. Yeah, (laughs) if I if I'm being honest, Uh, unimpressive. Um, Well, very good. Uh, We'll have a link to that on the website. Um, I am continuing to stall because I don't have a pick of my own. Um, fired. Get out. Let's, well, ba- you know, it's one thing if you also don't do it, mm. but then when you bring one and I just look like a huge schmuck oh, for, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, just pulled one out at the last minute. Yeah, man. Was, you really, you really chucked me under the proverbial bus. Yeah, it was a trap. <laughs> um, all right. How about this? I'm going to, uh, it's going to be lame, mm-hmm. but it's going to beat nothing. Colby. Have you ever had some USB ports, but wanted more USB ports? Almost every day of my life. You know, it is a common problem facing many Americans today. <laughs> but now there's hope. It's called the Anchor 4-Port USB 3.0 Ultra Slim Data Hub for <laughs> MacBook, Mac Pro Mini, iMac, Surface Pro, XPS, Notebook PC, USB flash drives, mobile hard drive, and more. Really rolls off the tongue. A uh, catchy name, as most Amazon products are. Um, this is, it's a one USB to four USB, um, hub, uh, that I, uh, that I purchased 1999 available on amazon.com, uh, USB three slim. Um, the main reason is, and actually I was going to look this up. I, I, it's going to be somewhere in my history. Um, I purchased an Amazon basics. Oh, look at this. I think this was, I swear to God, I think this was one of the very first Amazon Basics product back in the day. And I have it here. This is a, an Amazon Basics USB 3.0 oh, baby. USB hub. It's got the original Basics logo. I purchased this back in 2000 and is, this can't be right. 2015. Is that one of those? Seven years is ago. Is that one of those square USB plugs on the on the end there? Like, oh, yeah, it's got the the big, like, the triple. <laughs> yeah. And you have to ha- put a power adapter in it. <laughs> yeah. That's how old this thing. And I was still using it uh, because I don't have enough USB ports because I won't. I refuse to buy the really expensive Mac docs, like the Thunder or what are the, the CalDigit, like the $200 sure. ones. They're nice. I have one at work. But for my house, instead, I just got like the $50 Anchor like USB-C small adapter, but it only has two USB ports on it. So I supplement it. I was supplementing it with this and I just kept staring at it. And I'm like, I cannot believe I'm still using this. So I picked up the Anchor. It's slim. It's small. The only downside is it's only got four ports. My other one had seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and believe it or not, I actually need more than four, um, which is Absolutely. Well, I got the keyboard and the mouse, which I, yes, I still use dongles and cables for. I got the webcam and the microphone. I've got my external hard drive. I've got my photo scanner, um, flash drive. I got a lot of stuff. That's a lot of dingai. The wireless future is not here quite yet. Um, sure. but, um, it's great. And 20 bucks is not outrageous for it. And it's slim and it travels well. So, Amazing. you know, anchor products, not, 
a shocking uh, pick, but at least I did something. So nice. won't be surprised. Um, so be sure to check that out. Excellent, sir. Anything else for this evening? I'm tapped out. Got He's nothing. done. Well, listen, I do have to ask you one more question. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, yes. Yes, I made made Laura watch the Super Bowl. I liked Rihanna floating around on her floating platforms. Um, that was I was nervous for her. That it's it looked really scary. I'm sure it wasn't that scary, but well, I don't really remember what happened in the game. I think the the not the 49ers, the red team, the Chiefs, I think they won. They won, right? They did. The red team won. The red team won. Um and that seemed nice for them. I was I the end of the game was I don't remember what happened. I just remember the last like three minutes being like super boring. Yeah. Like it was like some weird, you know, it was a classic, like someone made some dumb mistake. And so they got to just run the clock out instead of like playing football, something like that, which was lame. Yeah. Post halftime, it kind of falls off a little bit. Well, Colby, uh, Matt and I, uh, did our annual prop bets challenge over at Up for Debate um, this coming week? Tomorrow, actually, as we record this, uh, we're doing our Super Bowl follow up episode, and I can reveal it's not a secret. We live tweeted it as we do every year. Uh, I won this year. Amazing! Woohoo! Back to back champ. Back to back. Right after, after um, the long drought. After the long drought, I'm I'm an absolute champ, and I didn't just win. I really kicked his ass pretty good. So. <laughs> Uh, coming up this week over at Up for Debate, we're going to be talking about the game, the halftime show, the commercials, the prop bets, the whole thing. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you check that out over at UpForDebate.tv or wherever you get your podcast. Look for Up for Debate, and we will recap that there. Uh, and by the way, March Madness is like a week away. Oh, my. And if you think Matt's going to do text-based adventure games for the third year in a row, he is. Um <laughs> I, I don't. He's an absolute. That's the only. He's a thing you're gonna do. <laughs> well, he for the month, yes. But he said he's come up with some. They're not text. We're moving out of like the '70s and '80s ones, and I guess there's like more newer ones he's found. I also told him I said I want this year. I want us to do one of those. Are you familiar with the Japanese dating simulators? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's kind of a text-based adventure game. Sure. I said, Matt, you, you please find us a. Uh, a dating sim, because uh, I think that would be funny. So that's coming up next month. So we got some great stuff happening over there. Of course, our uh, website is don'tpack.io. Go there. The links to the picks we talked about will be there, as well as all the episodes you are on the video. You can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just look for Don't Panic, the big red button. And of course, you can get a hold of us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com or tweet at us at don'tpanicshow. Uh, hopefully, Dan Miller, wherever you are, uh, you're doing well uh, and we'll be on a future episode at some point. But until then, on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. We appreciate you all being here. We're going to see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.